AI has the ability to take in data and make decisions that would just seem so overwhelming for a human being to do. And it does it so quickly. And so I think there's so many different ways to leverage it. For example, in my past, when I was working with Benefit Cosmetics, there were so many different data points that could impact sales and impact revenue. So they really wanted to understand how do we figure out through all this noise, through all this data, what actually matters. And so one of my favorite equations is constraint optimization. It essentially means how to minimize what needs to change to maximize that outcome. And that's a very common problem that we love to solve or that I love to solve throughout my whole career and that we love to solve at Valix Solutions. And so basically that means how to take in all the different data, maximize revenue, how to take in all that different data, improve marketing metrics, how to take in all that different data and figure out what to create or to design. Welcome to American Dreams. I'm here with V Ray. She's the founder of Valix Solutions. V, welcome to today's show. Thank you so much, Alan. It's such a pleasure to be here. So V, for the listeners, can you give us your background of what brought you up to where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like my life truly began when I dropped out of college. I was studying biomedical engineering at University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, and I left after two years. I immediately moved to San Francisco and became a roboticist and then transitioned into software engineering where I designed an AI solution for Benefit Cosmetics that showed them how to maximize revenue from their largest third-party e-tailer. From there, I worked on a spectrum of different problems for brands of all sizes on how to leverage technology to achieve those KPIs, whether it was more revenue, sales, improved marketing metrics, all of the above and more. And then from there, I was recruited by Michelle Fan, who is an influencer with over 20 million followers, to help her build a new social media for the beauty space. I helped her for two years in addition to mentoring with Brendan Kane, who wrote a book called A Million Followers in 30 Days. And then I was able to pair my background of data-driven tech innovation with this new deep dive of human psychology, content creation, and how to leverage social media as a tool to re-enter the consulting world where I started focusing on Web3 and other new forms of tech innovation solutions. Did that for another year, and then I met Alex, who is my co-founder, most commonly known for his success as being the president of Forever 21. He scaled the brand over two decades to become a billion-dollar brand with over 800 stores, and he's an absolute legend in the space. So V, you and Alex have just launched Valix Solutions. Uh, tell me a little bit about what solutions you're, uh, you're providing to the marketplace. Yeah, absolutely. So we're a one-stop solution for brands looking to innovate with tech innovation, including AI, Web3, data-driven marketing, augmented in virtual reality, and then supply chain and cross-border optimizations. So to give you an example of a few of the different projects, we're actually helping the Vatican right now with their digital collectibles launch, and that is within the Web3 NFT sector. In addition, we have a unique partnership with China where we can get any brand that is performing well here in the U.S. into the Chinese market which is a massive market. Almost 40% of all luxury sales come from China. In addition to that, we can help brands with influencer marketing, saving them 
tens of thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars with that. There's quite a few things we can do across the board. What's an ideal client for you? Yeah, so I would say we work three different types of clients. One are large conglomerates where we build relationships and then do tech innovation for all of the brands under their umbrella. The second would be tech forward companies, for example, Alo Yoga, where they have a product, they're doing well through e-commerce and brick and mortar, and they embrace tech innovation like Web3 and AI. And then the third would be clients that know they need to change something. They're either stagnating or they feel like they could be making more money or improving their systems. And we go in and help them do that with technology. And so we do that for brands of all kinds. These could be direct-to-consumer brands, retail brands, fashion, e-commerce, and it could even be companies that have users. For example, we have an app out of Asia that has 500 million users. I want to stop you right here because, I mean, there's there's quite a bit in your journey and and, and you joined the club of Elon Musk and Bill Gates and Steve Jobs, all of them common that they, they're all college dropouts, uh, which for the entrepreneur, uh, you know, following your passion is, is what it's all about. And so, uh, and, and so part of the journey, though, that when you step down and you begin to go in these different directions with robotics and AI, um, there was another side that it, within you, there was a spirituality that you're also drawing out at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I think my journey was very heavily influenced by very important inflection points with my spiritual journey. And I think there was a natural balancing of the mind, body, and spirit that happened on my path. I know that there's many entrepreneurs who blaze their trail into success and they push for it. And a lot of them end up hitting burnout. But I think I've been very lucky to where I've noticed a, a very interesting balance naturally emerging in my journey. I always find that um, that spirituality blends quite uh, quite well with that of being the entrepreneur. It's 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 following your passion, connecting with who you really are, and um, and you know, I, as I've done this show over the years, I've talked to over two thousand entrepreneurs. They'll often relate stories about how in their journey, they're, they, they receive certain inspiration to go different directions. And usually when they follow the inspiration, uh, they're able to best apply their talents and gifts for, uh, for finding solutions. So, B, I want to I wanna roll back into the, uh, uh, into the world of AI. And, and in my short conversation with you, uh, I quickly realized that you were a gifted individual, um, that it was by no accident that your journey led you to the path that you are. And, um, and, and so let's focus a little bit in, in this AI journey, um, how you got started. And I know you mentioned some things before, but let's, let's roll back for the person looking at what is artificial intelligence? How do I get started and how do I apply that? And into my business model. Yeah, absolutely. Well, AI is one of my favorite topics of conversation. At my current company, Valid Solutions, we focus a lot on AI. And I think if I were to, you know, summarize this and, and make it simple for any listener, 
AI has the ability to take in data and make decisions that would just seem so overwhelming for a human being to do. And it does it so quickly. And so I think there's so many different ways to leverage it. For example, in my past, when I was working with Benefit Cosmetics, there were so many different data points that could impact sales and impact revenue. So they really wanted to understand how do we figure out through all this noise, through all this data, what actually matters. And so one of my favorite equations is constraint optimization. It essentially means how to minimize what needs to change to maximize that outcome. And that's a very common problem that we love to solve um, or that I love to solve throughout my whole career and that we love to solve at Valix Solutions. And so basically that means how to take in all the different data, maximize revenue, how to take in all that different data, improve marketing metrics, how to take in all that different data and figure out what to create or to design, how to take in all that data and really define the MVP. There's so many different ways to use AI and those are some very common ways that we are currently using it to solve problems for our clients. You know, I think you're bringing out a very good point because uh, a lot of do-it-yourselfers say, well, there's this chat GPT. I think they're just released the fifth version of, of this. But it, the analogy I look at is kind of like a hammer. Uh, you know, a hammer can do all sorts of things. You know, it, 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 it can build. But unless you really have an idea in, in architecting what, what it is that you're striving to do, uh, you know, you may get a lot of different results. And I feel that what you're doing in your business model with AI is you're helping architecture uh, for people solving problems. So let's let's walk a little bit through your process there. So uh, I want to be V's client. And, 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 and V, uh, I don't know about AI. I got this chat GPT, but, but I'm like saying, how can I... How can I use this to my best benefit? So setting up an engagement, what walk me through what we would do together. Yeah, so I think it's really important to understand, you know, what your end goals are. So if you have a vision for what that could look like, I think it's always best to reverse engineer from that main KPI, that that main target, whatever that looks like. Okay. All right. And and basically on the reverse engineering, then you would help uh, me to develop a process of, of uh, then approaching AI and saying, okay, let's, let's chat with AI for a little bit. Uh, but it's not like I put one sentence in and we're done, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it depends. Chat GBT is a tool and you can definitely leverage it for some things. But AI on a much broader scope can do so much more. So I'd view ChatGPT as this tool within a much larger toolbox of what's available. Okay, thank you. And so, uh, oh. so that's just ChatGPT is like one one venue that you can use, but a lot of the AI also involves uh, uh, inserting software in, in programs to help automate processes. Am I understanding that right? Yeah, or to take custom data sets that are very relevant for the brand or the company and to process all that data to achieve their end goals. I understand. ChatGPT can be very helpful in that. Um, in my personal life, for example, I use ChatGPT to write all of my LinkedIn posts. And I find that when I am consistent and post about two times a day, I usually grow my followers about a thousand followers every few days. Oh, my goodness. 
Well, so I understand then that um, that that as as you enter into the world of AI, the consistency is is important, and uh, in in moving through this, and you know, let's let's I'm going to move on to topic here to get into the digital nomadic lifestyle. Okay, now you spent a year, a few years living this digital nomadic lifestyle. Can you tell us exactly what it means and how you feel it has helped you? Yeah, absolutely. I think digital nomading can be really, really effective when you want to maximize the value of your lifestyle and the quality of life while minimizing expenses. It can also be really helpful for just learning and growing and developing different parts of the self. For example, when I was in Bali, I could just do so many different things and I was able to try clothing design and singing lessons and ceramics class and I had so I think I had seven different hobbies in Bali and so that was really effective for that era of life um, I've optimized different environments depending on what my goals are but I think it can really help with inspiring that sense of wonder creativity and magic and to keep things moving consistently to not get stagnant. What role does family play in your life and how important do you feel it is to our society? So my family is definitely the core motivator of every single thing that I do. And I just view all of my actions and my wealth creation and my intentions with my business to be directly linked to really wanting to have an amazing experience with my family, provide for them, and live a long life with them. And so I really had this shift after the pandemic, and things just shifted from me exploring the world and focusing on myself to me really building my company and focusing on supporting my family and helping them level up as well. And I think when you have that deeper connection to something more meaningful beyond just yourself, the momentum and the determination is so much more powerful and sustains so much longer. So I definitely think it's a very important value to have. And what are some of the current and upcoming challenges that our society is facing regarding technology? Ah, I just did a LinkedIn post about this the other day where there was this baby reaching over the basically the bars of this apartment and you could tell you know, if the baby was able to climb up and slip through the bars, it would fall. And there's actually this cat swatting away the hands of the baby to make sure that it did not climb up. And so I think this is such an important metaphor for where we're at with humanity right now in our development of technology. I think we need to develop some type of governing body that would probably be a blend of the government, civil society, and the industry of tech itself to set those parameters. I think if AI gets into the wrong hands, which it could do much more rapidly than most people truly believe, then our world could drastically change. You know, V, if a person wants to reach out to you and say, hey, can I engage Valix to help, uh, Valix Solutions to help me with my AI, how would they reach you? Absolutely. So you can find me on LinkedIn at V in the Metaverse. You can also reach out directly to my email, which is v at valixsolutions.co. Or you're welcome to visit our site, which is www.valixsolutions.co. V, it's a pleasure having you with us today here on American Dreams. Thank you so much. <laughs>